1: Give me a, a young lady with a voice message. The, the boys are all on clay, Quaaludes today. Yeah, they're, they're freaking Derek out. but
2: Because, man, they all sound so sad, bro. Nobody's like, hey, Dr. Drew, man, first off, love you, buddy. Like nobody's, everybody's like, Dr. Drew.
1: I know, I know today's <sighs> that day. Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey everybody, welcome to After Dark. Uh, do keep those voice messages coming at 818-253-1693 and of course the emails, we have lots of great emails today coming at DrDrewafterDark at gmail.com and uh, should we talk about merchandise, ymh.store I can never remember. Store.
3: ymhstudios.com.
1: <laughs> there it is, thank you all, I appreciate it very much. Uh, today, it is Derek Poston. He's a comedian, host of Spoil the Beans podcast. He, uh, he'll tell us about it in just a second. You can follow him on Instagram at Derek with a C, D-E-R-I-C, Poston, P-O-S-T-O-N. And uh, he is Harkins from Tennessee, but now here in Austin. Welcome. Harkins. Harkins,
2: yes. Harkins from Tennessee. <laughs> God re- damn, dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, already we're starting
1: off right. <laughs> oh, man. Whoa. What does that word actually like? What's the definition um, for it mean? I mean, harken is like to call from, right? Uh, hark. Hark. Harken. But I think it it also has the, you have to pull pull it up. So, give me a little definition there. It's going to have, uh, means ventures from, I think it would be. Something okay. like that.
2: Yeah. I harkins from, actually, I guess a tr-
1: Technically, I harkened from it is. San Diego. Harkin, Tom's, keep going, keep going. Oh, you're from San Diego originally? I was born in
2: San Diego. Uh, Dad was in the Navy, moved to Memphis when I was like six. Cool. And then lived there until
1: comedy. Dude, can't we just get a definition of harkens there? You've got all this, uh, these uh, words. It just says listen. No, but then, and, <laughs> listen, let's. you refuse to harken to Tom's words of wisdom. Yeah, look up, yeah, harken definition. This is, I never thought we'd be spending time doing this, but here we are. Uh, keep going, keep going. Hark is to yell towards somebody, kind of hark. Hmm, harken from. Here, look at definition. There we go. There we go. Uh, can you read that? We can't read it.
2: To give to, respectful attention.
0: To give respectful attention, to bring to mind something in the, in the past. past. Technically, in, yeah. I, to bring to
1: some I, mind something it, in it the past. from, there you go. I'll give you that one. I think, Trump Trump. yeah. We're getting close. Uh, any event, so tell me about the podcast. i'm more interested in
2: that i do a podcast uh a movie podcast where i tell uh my friends movies that they haven't seen but like classic movies that they've never seen and i tell them the whole movie start to finish and i do the songs my nigga i do the voices and the and the characters i do everything do you study it the particular film before you go to the? Well, usually it's a movie nine times out of ten it's a movie like titanic or a movie like fucking you know uh, Forrest Gump or something like that right like it's a yeah. big movie where I've already seen it a bunch anyway and then I'll watch it before the podcast take notes and then I'll just kind of throw it up on
1: and, them. And so when I think about classic movies I think about Black and White and Cary Grant and Betty Davis are you getting all the way back? No to when like, I think
2: classic I think like You've Got Mail uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nin- that's a classic movie nineties, to me. 90s. or you know or like uh, but any I mean ca- the farthest like Godfather is probably as far back as like Right. I get as far as where I could probably connect with you of what would be a classic. Yeah. But in my head, like, The Matrix is a classic.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm guessing you, you go into the 70s because there was a lot of stuff that went on in that decade with, yeah. like, The Shining and. I've never know. seen The
2: Shining. What?
1: Yeah, there's you a couple you movies. Podcasts are classic movies. I know, I've
2: seen everything a million times, and then the things that I haven't seen, I've I've just avoided them because I'm now I'm like, well, I'm gonna save it for the podcast. See, it,
1: it it's one thing I would imagine pretty commonly that because when I was thinking about your podcast, I was thinking, well, you know, how many twenty or thirty symptoms have seen black and white films? I thought I thought that that's what you'd be telling them about, but the fact that they hadn't seen Titanic or hadn't yeah. seen you've got mail or whatever it's sort of weird to me do you have to cast the show i, I guess by what the person you're interviewing had not seen yes yeah okay
2: so because uh, it started with my best friend who that's why i created the podcast with Hassan and because he hadn't seen anything my best friend hadn't seen why anything he's brown that's the best he was brown so they didn't let him see nothing what yeah he was like a, raised like a really uh, intense brown family in cupertino you know in that rich silicon valley area And so he was very studies and that's all
1: he did. Like, so he didn't see movies at all. So he was like elite, elitist, like ultra, like goofy parenting. Yes. 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 His parents are the best too, but yes, Yes.
2: very goofy parenting, very tiger mom, dad. Okay. But his dad's like works at NASA and his mom's like owns her own dentistry. You know, like super. What's
1: their ethnicity? Bengali. Oh, see. Yeah. So, so there's all, It's immigrant, They're immigrants, yeah. so immigrants, people have studied this and they, they come here with sort of three or four different kinds of f- attitudes towards the next generation, which is you have a special purpose. You know, we came here on a mission. Wow. You have to delay gratification. You don't get to do anything fun. You don't do anything. You don't get to see any movies, study, wow. uh, and then, you know, focus on education. That's, that's the big thing. And so they kind of delay gratification, special purpose, excel at school. And then involvement from the parents in the school part.
2: Wow! Yeah. And, then, and then he now he's a comedian. So by the all time, that backfired. By the, I, well, by the time it's a
1: third generation, it
2: kind of reverts to the rest of us. So. Interesting. Yeah, I, I did notice that of like because uh, it's like also you're hanging around white kids all day. Like you're in like because I was a point to private school too, so it's like oh wow that's a big part of it. You're just hanging around rich white kids all day, so right. you're gonna you're gonna assimilate. You're gonna act. Well, with rich any kids, right? Yeah, really. Rich any kids, kids, it yeah. really is a class thing more than a than a race thing, right? Yeah. Well, I've never been to a school with all rich black kids, so I'd like to know that
1: school. Well, no, I, I'm not saying that there is such a place, <laughs> but, but but I'm saying it really does. The, the part that you're getting infected by is not the whiteness; it's the the class. That's the, the true. Richness. That is true.
2: Good point. Yeah, yeah I, 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 you're right.
1: I, I think so. I mean, the whiteness doesn't help.
2: <laughs> it doesn't help because in my head it's like man, I, I've only when I think of rich private schools, it's always. It's white, and then now it's like you'll see brown and Asian, yeah, and because like even in my school I and, and brown's a mix,
1: yeah. brown's a mix, yeah, yeah cause Brown that because brown's Nigerian Singali, yep. uh Indian you know Southeast Indian, but yeah. hey, everyone when I said it knew what I meant oh you, know, you know what i I knew what you meant, but but it's kind of an interesting topic because to me the the thing that troubles me is that it's still infected by something I would call white supremacy because it it's the white sort of historical view that is just infecting everything and we don't stop and go, how does this look for somebody whose family had a different experience and really, tr- maybe they are now. Wow. Maybe, are they, or were they trying when you were in private school?
2: No, I mean, uh, I remember like, even like Black History Month talking about Martin Luther King. Martin right. Luther King, that was a thing. Yeah. That was like a thing. Talking yeah. about Martin Luther King, yeah, like like let alone trying to get like Malcolm, like just a little well, little or further. Just
1: let's look at the history of what, yeah. what happened here. And what that. do we think about it, and what you know, what did that do to people? Yeah, who were those fuckers? What, yeah. what, but you know what's crazy though? I do. I remember learning a lot about. Uh,
2: I learned a lot about Jewish culture in high school. I learned a lot about that. Like, I do remember that. I learned a lot about like I didn't. They didn't teach anything about slavery, but they taught a lot about the Holocaust. I thought that was interesting. Oh, that is interesting. It's just interesting. You know, I just remember because that we be were talking about it. You know what I mean? It's like I'm thinking about high school. I'm like, damn. Yeah, you know, I learned like a lot about that. Like we watched Schindler's List my sophomore year of high school.
1: Now, have you brought that movie to, to your podcast? Oh, just, I can't wait. I'm going just for, to gotta, raise spirits. I got everybody seen that one.
2: There's certain ones everybody likes. Yeah, you know that one's the one that everybody likes. I find that one so disturbing. I didn't. I didn't yeah. like it. You know what's It's that scene. It, it was a great movie until he start. He steps out the balcony with his shirt off and he starts just ca- like just shooting at people. Yeah. That scene was like I don't know what is it, that scene for me where well, you it, know it, it turns like oh this isn't fun
1: no more. This That's isn't the like a thing movie about no that film. There's something in it that disturbed everybody that yeah. really stayed with you. For me, it was the little girl in the red dress. Yes. They kept going in and out, and you're pulling for, and then suddenly she's dead. It's like oh this is hopeless. Yeah. This is so hopeless. It's yeah. terrible.
2: Yeah, uh, there's a few hopeless movies that I've seen that just make me feel bad. Dunkirk was one of them. Oh, yeah, years, yeah. Where it's like, I don't like, why did you make this? Yeah. you know, I mean, I get why you made it, but it's like, damn, I can't see the fun in making any of it. Like, at least Django, it's like, you know, they say a nigga a lot. Like, it's fun. It you know, fun. a little bit. Oh, it was fun. Yeah, it's definitely fun. Yeah. But like, just the pure hopelessness of Schindler's List seems terrible. But my point is, yeah, it's like, they didn't teach a lot about black Anything well, at least there's at a possibility.
1: All they have to do is take one more step and kind of frame things as kind of there was kind of an American Holocaust. Maybe we should look at that. Just one step further. Yeah, nobody and, wants to do that one step further. And, right. and that's the that's the white part. That's the part we do. We could do it. We just have to take a beat. I, you have to. You have to. So many things in life are just about paying attention. You know what I mean? If you just wow. fucking pay attention, yeah. just take a beat and go, hey, we should pay attention to this thing and talk <laughs> about it, and that's it. And most people who are unhappy are sort of asking for that too, which I find it weird that people resist it. Yeah. All you have to do is sort of go, okay, what do you really, what do you want? Okay, we to pay. It. Okay, I'll pay attention. I'll do that. Yeah, it's weird. Do that.
2: Yeah, when you pay attention, you notice yeah. everything. Like you see everything because it's yeah. like I didn't know anything about. I keep saying brown, but you know, like my friend's culture, I didn't know anything about it until I started hanging with it because I never met a brown person really. I'm from Memphis. Yeah. So that just wasn't there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I met him in San Diego, it was like, oh man. And then just, you know, because of it through comedy. So it starts with just talking about like how much we love Bill Cosby, you know, <laughs> and then it goes, which is true. I know I say, say it like I'm saying it like something crazy, or, or as, but that's really how we became as, friends.
1: Uh, uh, Norm McDonald, I saw him in stand up once. Saying he goes, I, "I've fashioned everything after Bill Cosby. I love that man. Everything about him, except his comedy." Anyway, I was, I was so, I thought it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, what a goat. Uh, yeah, that's but, Norm.
2: Yeah, but, but that's how I met him, and, and that feeling of like, and then through, but like, I learning everything about brown people, and like you said, like all that stuff you said earlier, like yeah. noticing it, you, noticing, you, you yeah. put it into words. Yeah, you know, earlier. But well, when like you were growing
1: that. up and your parents were sending you to private school, what, what was what was there was their plan for you? Con- oh, comedy, surely. No. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, football. I went because that was like the one of the. I went to Christian Brothers
2: High School, which in Memphis is one of the top football programs. What was your in the state quarterback? Yeah. You miss it? I think about it all the time. I do yeah. miss it. I miss. Uh, it was just fun. I miss. Wh- I love doing stand up, obviously, but I li- I missed working hard, like in that in a phys- in, a, yeah, in yeah. a team. I can touch it. I can touch it. Tangible, more Well, like yeah. you can touch a football. Yeah. I can't touch a joke I write. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's the same thing, but like, I do miss that. I miss, like, I can touch and throw this football, and like, I can see myself getting better at this.
1: How did comedy happen? I saw Kevin Hart
2: Seriously Funny mm. when it came out. I watched it twice. How old were you? Back to back. That was 2009, so I was, or yeah, 2009 going on 20, so, 2020, 2010, 2010, so I was 20.
1: And you were, were you at that point sort of looking for a direction? No, to- I was playing football, man. That's I was it. playing
2: football, but I saw Kevin Hart seriously funny, and man, I watched it twice. We watched it with my best friend Tommy at the time, and then we watched it, and then I looked at him, and I said, bro, can we watch that again? And he, he was, was, I remember his face, like, what? <laughs> yeah, just like, what the fuck? Like, uh, he said, like, all right, again? dude. And then I drove him home that night, and I said, man, I'm going to do stand-up comedy. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And like, he said, do that shit, nigga. That's how he talks. He said, do that shit. That's for him. That's how he talks. And so, <laughs> and so what was it about that, that captured you? The way he was telling, because if you watch Kevin Hart, seriously funny to me, that's one of the greatest specials <laughs> of all time. Like, he, He's not like, I mean, my goats are like, you know, Dave and Louie and Richard Pryor. Like, those are my favorites of all time. Right. But Kevin, that special meant so much to me because I've never seen someone, I've never seen someone be so honest and so goofy. Mm. Like, like Richard Pryor and Dave and all these other guys that I like, they were honest, but it was serious. And Chris Rock, it serious was serious. And kind of
1: super cool. kind of. Super cool, yeah. super serious. I yeah. had
2: never seen anyone like, he was, he, just, he was being honest. He's telling all these great stories about yeah. his life. Yeah. but he was doing it in a way that's like oh you can be like you can smile and
1: making fun of himself the whole way
2: yeah you can be like a goofball about it and that's that I don't know what that was man but that shit touched me
1: it's in, That isn't, I'd never thought about it, but that is a different turn. I mean, because I sort of see Kevin as sort of in the, in the lineup, you know, the guys you mentioned, mm-hmm. actually. But it, it's different. It's so different. Yeah. It's, it's different. so
2: different. Because those guys are, like you said, they're cool. I mean, not that they're trying, they just are cool. Not that Kevin's not cool. Kevin is cool. But Kevin's different, like, different. it's upbeat, it's fast. It's, it's not like, oh, I'm going to sit down and be thoughtful about it. Right. It's like, no, he's just like talking. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I, just seeing somebody do that. I, and then I quit football. I, and my parents were like, what the wow, fuck? Wow, right yeah, man, then. right then.
1: Wow. I quit football. Were you playing college football at that mm-hmm. point? I was oh, playing college football. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, small you? ball. Small
2: ball. It was D3. Yeah. Uh, but still. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's a place called Mississippi College. Went to Belhaven first, then played place called Mississippi College. And yeah, and then I, and this was, so this was going into, this is winter break, this happened.
1: And so, and again, your parents mind, you're going to the NFL or they just want to Oh, her? no, 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 no. Uh, I thought for sure
2: I was going to be a commentator or a coach. Like I, and not, I, see, coach. I knew, I knew by high school, I wouldn't go in the NFL. One of my best friends, his name's Darren Bates. He, he played, he just got out of the NFL. He had a 10 year career. One of my best friends since eighth grade. Like, and I, when I met him in, in going into freshman year, we were in eighth year, going into freshman year. I immediately knew I wasn't going to the NFL. Mm. Like I was good. But when I saw him, I was like, Oh, like you're just like oh that's that and that's that's what (laughs) that 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 is is. (laughs) that's a different thing you know (laughs) and and then a bunch of other guys i saw like that keep going you're like oh so i knew i was gonna be like i'm good at talking so i'll either be a coach because people listen to me i was a quarterback i was a captain like people like listen to me when i talk more
1: serious back then you don't strike me as that guy no i was always a goofball okay okay
2: i was i was cracking jokes in the huddle like i was a goofball but but i I, people listen and then i saw i was like i'm either gonna do that or i was gonna do what Stephen a smith does that that was was my plan i was gonna be Stephen A. Smith or I'm going to be like fucking a coach? Yeah, Stephen's That's awesome. He's, yeah, he's awesome. The, I bet he is.
1: Yeah. I, I haven't talked to him in a few years, but I used to do stuff with him. And he's, he's like talking to a machine gun. Because yeah. he's just so smart and so fast, and just it just comes at you. <laughs> and yeah, so, like him. and, and He listens Bayless. at the same time. Like, how Some of these guys don't listen when they're when they're talking like that. He no, they're, they're they're paying
2: attention. Yeah. you can tell. Like, him and Skip, like the way they can rattle off stuff. It's yeah. like like sports stuff. It's like it's. But he can talk about a lot about. of stuff.
1: He can talk about just about anything. I've talked about a lot of things over the years, and he just wow. he has an opinion, and it's it's coming at you, and uh, he has good questions, and good. there's a good role model. Yeah, I, I like that. But he's not a comedian, and he uh,
2: well he has that preacher cadence, which is just impossible to beat. Yeah, when yeah. you can talk with that, you know, you what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> you know, you can, when you can do that and mean it, like people will fucking follow you. do you do you, do you bring that into your comedy at all? Any kind of no, 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 characters I, I, or anything, you do know, the prior kind of storytelling from a character perspective?
2: No, you know what's funny? No, but I'd love that that was a thing that people used to do. Like oh, I'm going to tell a story as like this crazy uncle I had. Like I so I mean I I, I don't who's to say I wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? I, I see like you doing, doing that. Stuff. I
1: could see you doing that. I mean cuz Prior was the last one to do that really well. Yes. I can't think of anybody else that's done it like, maybe Eddie Murphy kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy did it in a, in a way, but the way Richard did it, it was almost like he was doing stand-up as that. Yeah, he transformed. Transform. Exactly. and He transformed into a character and tell a story, and it was funny as shit.
2: Yeah. The closest I've seen to it is Fahim Anwar. He's a great comedian. He, he does a guy named Lance Kanstopoulos, who's a character who, who, who he does kind of like that, but that's the closest I've seen it as far as anyone modern. Yeah, it's, like it's,
1: most comedians that do that go into improv or something. Yeah. They, don't, they don't so much do stand-up and i i, I kind of missed that so
2: yeah it's it's a it was an element of stand up that's kind of gone like that impressions there's certain things you just kind of don't really see like when, when you see it you're like whoa somebody's doing a character or yeah. you know, someone's doing it like that you know
1: so before we go to our questions and uh, videos and all that uh, any movie trivia you want to stump me with or anything like that is that the kind of thing you do i don't no i don't know no.
2: movie trivia i'm the dude that just like i remember like all story. the songs in the movie and i remember like all the lines and i remember like but I always was like that. Like it's my dad. You know, my dad's like that. He's like, the military, hang, right? Your the dad's military middle. guy. And I'm hanging out with him. He was just here for two weeks, and uh, and like a song would come on, and he would be like, "Oh man, this song." Remember when they played it in like the, the that one scene and departed, and he'll like and, he, and, and recall and everything. Or like, "Oh, this line," and that's where it's crazy looking at him now. Like, damn, that's where I got this shit from. I didn't even, you know, but I realized that shit hanging with him this past couple of weeks. Like that recall, but that's what I remember. I don't remember movie trivia or anything like that. I just remember like. The movie. I can just remember the movie.
1: The story. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I'm kind of pushing on you. to Tell story in your comedy. I could see you doing that. I do tell yeah. a lot of stories in my yeah. comedy. And like
2: very much. It's 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 mainly stories. I okay, will get that. All right. I
1: got to. Are you performing around here anytime soon? Or
2: uh, Saturday uh, this Saturday, November fifth. Okay. Performing at the Vulcan, and then uh, I perform around town all the time, so you can okay. always come see me. The, the, this Saturday, November fifth, at the Vulcan Gas Company downtown. I'm headlining. Come out. All right. I don't know when this podcast comes out. I don't either.
0: <laughs> this comes out 1125 so okay it's right, Thanksgiving
2: yeah, we'll, so <laughs> tell, anyway put it leave it in put the word, word out look look at my do you have a website uh, no but they can look on anywhere on Instagram you know on social media I'll pop right up find right. Me. my name nope. will pop up
1: The way we're going to do this is uh, get some voice messages to start with. Uh, Let's do that, and we're going to watch the videos, and I've got a bunch of really good emails, so let's start with some voice messages.
3: Hey, Dr. Drew. Hey, Booth Boys. Adrian here from South Carolina. My question is, why does my stomach irritate so much after I drink coffee? It could be with an empty stomach, or with a glass of water, or with a full stomach, and it's... Right after I drink my coffee, it just irritates my stomach. And I looked it up online, and it says that it might be acid reflex mm-hmm. or indigestion. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Can you tell me?
2: What do you think? I've never had a sip of coffee in my life. Though. Why? Never. Why? I'm scared of it. Oh, what's gonna happen? I'll be one of these. I mean, this dude. You'll be fucking like my my, my stomach is burning, but I fucking need it. It's like, bro, stop drinking it. Yeah, like, yo, that's Are clearly you, the do, advice. Do,
1: do you do you go that way? Do you tend to get addictive on stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. yeah like I I, I, smoke, I smoke,
2: but I know my things. I smoke weed, and I like hot Cheetos. <laughs> That's I'm dead serious, dog. I smoke the weed. I like hot Cheetos, bro. I don't do nothing else. I ain't never had cocaine. I ain't never had a cigarette. I ain't never
1: had a car. But you feel like you'd have some momentum with that if you... Had, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd be a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Dr. Drew, if I did some coke, like, this is me on weed. This, yeah, is me, yeah. I, this is me after a bong rip. Yeah, I yeah. can't imagine me after something cool
1: like that. Did you have ADD or
2: ADHD as a kid? I don't think so. No, 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 no. That's what that means. Yeah. But yeah. It's like, yeah. I guess that is what that means. No, <laughs> I guess that didn't help it. But no, I don't think so.
1: Yeah. Because k- kids that have that love weed, they love how it makes them feel and sort of it's it, they get the perception that it's helping them with their concentration doesn't really. Yeah. I don't think I'm help is helping with my concentration. though. Okay, I,
2: I like it. Just like it. It's my it's, it's my coffee. But I also but then again, if I was smoking
1: weed every day and then my stomach fucking hurt you might think... But there's, you know, there's this weed hyperemesis thing going around. you seen this? What's that? People that smoke weed on a regular basis eventually tend to get this persistent vomiting. It's called the cannabis hyperemesis syndrome. It's, Not had it's that really yet. common. It's pretty common. So if you start vomiting all of a sudden, just go, damn. God,
2: that... I feel like weed does the opposite. Like Whenever I throw up, I smoke weed, and I'm like, oh, I feel It little, can't help with nausea. I, I feel, it like, yeah, I feel it a it better. Ac-
1: it actually does, but but until this hyperemesis thing kicks in, so... You're putting this on me? I'm sorry. I just keep an eye out for him. <laughs> I'm not saying you're going to get it tomorrow. I'm just keeping an eye out. But this guy, yes, he's got reflux. Uh, you know, it, the, Coffee, alcohol, not good for the stomach lining. Yeah. Causes irritation. You can take your Gaviscon or some pepsit or something that'll help with it. It's kind of weird that you're taking something to help so you can keep drinking your coffee. Yeah, Maybe put a little milk in there. Maybe eat food with it that might help a little bit but uh, be careful, careful. doctor do
2: you do anything like that is there anything in your life that you do that it does, it does you do it and it doesn't make you feel good but you can't stop doing it
1: uh, coffee makes me feel good but I sometimes drink too much so I do that mm. and uh, I will I, I don't like how I feel when I drink and yet every week or two I drink a little too much no matter what by so, too much I'm a freaking lightweight we've established this in this program I'm a fucking lightweight okay. like, serious lightweight uh, is any in there to talk about my, uh, not, misadventure? No, no. I, I had a misadventure with weed. I was talking about a few weeks ago and, um, it wasn't good.
2: Well, what, what, what did you smoke? Did you smoke or did you eat I smoked
1: it? Okay. And, uh, in, Joint? yeah. Okay. And, uh, with, uh, some celebrity notorious smokers ah. and who they admitted to me afterwards, they'd rolled this particular giant cigar in hash, forgot to tell me. And, uh, I developed what's called an anticholinergic delirium. I got agitated, I got photophobia, I got dry mouth, I couldn't move my body. It was very weird, and uh, it was miserable, and I got weird time compression. I, I I, I was kind of, I had my wits about me a little bit, so I thought, right, I'm going to go outside. I was pacing, I couldn't stop pacing. And uh, I thought, all right, if I just hang in for three hours, I'm going to be okay, it'll pass, you know. And I know what this is, it's an anaphylactic reaction, blah, 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 blah. And uh, my wife came out to check me on a couple times, and I thought, well, how long has it been now? How, how far are you now? am I? Am i Am like two hours, hour and a half, where am I? She goes... About seven minutes. And I go, oh, shit, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. Yeah. So, and I was bad for like five days. I couldn't drive for a couple days. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'm officially a lightweight, and uh, that ain't for me. I was trying to be a cool kid, and then not for me.
2: You know what's funny? I want to get my dad high, but I'm also
1: so nervous that that would be... Well, don't go with the full hash roll giant cigar to start with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe give him a little something to tell him just not even inhale. Yeah. See how he feels. A little vape, a little vape pen action or something. Yeah. Golly. Is man. it legal in the state? Is it Texas? Or is it medical? It's medical. Medical. Here, right? yeah. Medical. So you have a medical. That's right. You said you use it for your nausea. I use it for the nausea. So, <laughs> that's what I use it for every t- every day. So that's why I,
2: I, I, I get ahead of the nausea. Is really what I'm doing. Give me, an,
1: uh, give me another voice message.
0: Hey, Dr. Drew.
1: God, everyone's on I've today. I had
0: a chronic back issue in
1: oh, 2016. That's why.
0: Yeah. Um, it gets re aggravated every once in a while when I just happen to pick something up. Uh, it's a herniated disc in my L5S1, and from what I remember, is about 11 millimeters. Went to the hospital when I first heard the back, and um, yeah, I. They just sent me away with medication. Right, and you're surgical, still taking them.
1: That's the horrible since part. Then it's been
0: reactivated every once in a while. I'm currently at work right now because the day before I heard it and uh, it usually resolves itself. But now I'm wondering if I go to urgent should I investigate further and kind of get a procedure done? Thank you very much. Okay, en- enough,
1: show. enough. He's he's on, He's something's making him slow motion. The pills. Yeah, the pills, exactly. Okay, here's the deal. Number one. Opiates cause back pain. They intensify whatever back pain you have, and they put you in a state of chronic withdrawal, which causes also back pain and headache. So your opiates, the wrong treatment for back problems. Maybe for a day or two, that is it. Everybody has a back problem. Every human who is upright has got things like herniated disc and facet arthropathies. That's part of being upright. So when everyone says to me, I have four-centimeter discharge, on I have four-centimeter extrusion at the L5 level you're way, way, way thinking about something you shouldn't even know about, okay? Now, if you have a motor dysfunction in your leg, you need an operation. If you lose muscle mass, if you can't move the leg, if it gets weak, you need an operation. But for pain, it's not likely to work. It's just likely to make things bad as make things better. Now, if you have nothing else to do and you're disabled by it, okay, you got to do something. I get it. But not opiates, no pain medication. And if you have herniated disc, which I have, it will come and go and come and go. It will come back and it will go away. It's no big deal. You live with it. I've lived, I've lived with the disc in my neck since I was 28. I would never have somebody operate in it in a million years. Really? In a million years. No. Mm-mm. So be very cautious with the operations and thinking about the operations. And if you're strung out on the opiates and if that's the problem, you may need treatment for that. So look carefully into it.
2: God damn! What is this podcast?
1: <laughs> that
2: shit. Everything was fun until that call, and then I was like, "This got real." The back shit was real. Yeah, well, dude. we'll get
1: some more real shit going here. Let's take it. Let's take a, a couple of emails here. See if I can. Yeah.
2: What would he? What? What should he? Because here's my question to him, yeah. or to you, I guess. You're having back pain. I don't because I don't. I don't want, like taking pills either. So what yeah. would I? yoga you, like what do you yeah, do
1: yoga stretching take it lie down find you know usually in with disc problems like this walking actually is the best thing you can do so get up stretch it walk you know if it, if it's so horrible that you can't move i mean go you know you can also get local injections of steroids and things like that into the spine that help reduce some of the some of the uh, inflammation Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to go through these emails here, find you a good one. Those going to freak you out even more. <laughs> <laughs> smoking weed since I was 12. I'm currently 25. Even though I've been smoking for such a long time, my tolerance is low. I'm pretty much a one-hit wonder. Welcome to the club. Uh, I get extremely paranoid, especially when I'm with other people. The paranoia mostly comes in the form of feeling like I'm being extremely annoying or frustrating, even when I don't say a word. Oh. This leads me to being able to smoke with friends... Uh, never able to smoke with friends, no matter how much they plead or make fun of me. I even struggle with around my girlfriend. Is there any way either to mitigate my paranoia or to increase my tolerance? Why does he insist on smoking if it's making him miserable? Yo, this is what's
2: crazy, though. It's like, hey, it's crazy to put that on weed. It's like, no, my nigga, that's just who you are. You, you're a paranoid person? You're a paranoid person, and, and you feel this. You, what did he say? He said, I feel, when I smoke weed, I like he's feel. It annoying. It uh, feels annoying. Yeah, that's how you feel, feel about anything. yourself. Yeah, but, that's it's, more, really but it's more
1: But it's more. Mean, but my question is, it's not making you feel better about yourself. It's making you feel worse. Why do it? Why do it? Don't do it. When, also, I would want to fix that problem. Yeah, well, that's true, too, that he should fix why he feels annoying. Then you step. can
2: smoke weed and be like, oh, that wasn't, I can, I can it's like, bro, weed's awesome.
1: I, 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 it's awesome, but not for everybody. You yeah. got to understand, that's a genetic thing. When you really love it, it's a genetic thing. Like, I, when I had my reaction, I don't get high from weed. I don't get high. I just feel misery. And same thing with opiates. Opiates make me feel miserable. So, like, when I have operations and stuff, I, I can barely take the pain meds because I'm, I just make me feel miserable. That's a genetic thing. You said you knew everything about Jewish history. That's Jewish history. <laughs> that's, that's, that's some Jewish history right there. There's a, there's a subset of us that love it and a subset of us that hate it. And so, so um, but it is a great example of how different people are. But the fact that this guy keeps string keeps um, yeah, I going would, yeah. with it, it's so weird to me. And smoking since he was 12, dude, what's he doing? Because it seems know, like you're, or you're or more.
2: Like now it's just a, a bad, like you're making it worse every time. Since, since yeah. you were 12, it's probably, I can't imagine how or may, bad. Or maybe give, give it a break. Yeah,
1: exactly. All right, here's another one. Uh, From 20 to 26, I was on citalopram, 30 milligrams. I've been off now for two years. I feel normal. I've realized in stopping them, I've been way more responsible with my money. and I'm slowly working back uh, the student credit line that I abused the hell out of during those years I was on citalopram, which is antidepressant. Could my reckless spending during that time be related to my antidepressant use? Yes, sir. Uh, Be seeing you in May. Uh, Is this a male or female? I don't know. But yeah, it can make you manic. And excessive buying and selling and even uh, gambling and stuff like that can be all part of a hypomanic syndrome. Antidepressants do this. Yeah, they're over-prescribed horribly. The doctors, are, you're, I'm freaking you out pretty good.
2: I can't believe all these people are doing this. I <laughs> oh, can't believe
1: everybody's delivering oh, oh, yeah, oh, like this. Oh, you even know. Even know you got to listen to the show more often. Wait, oh, we're, just, we're just warming you up here, my friend. Uh, but in any event, uh, the, the doctors that prescribe this are usually not psychiatrists and they don't know how to really rule out bipolar disorder properly. And there's, I see a lot of this stuff, by the way, back to the weed thing, we're seeing a lot of weed psychosis now, a lot. What's that mean? People get sort of, they don't see what's happening to them, which is very common with, you know, drug addiction or drug use is it kind of blocks what it does to you. And, people are developing these kind of rigid ways of thinking and get kind of grandiose and start thinking they have special insight into things and they kind of can't be reasoned with. And it, it's, and, and then they don't do anything. And at the same time that they're declaring, they have special insight into how the world works. They sit in their couch and smoke weed all day. You know, you know what I'm saying? They're, <laughs> yeah, they're, the yeah, sol- they're here to save the world from the couch. From the couch. Oh, uh, God, the and, couch heroes. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's hurting people. I, they have, it, it's hard to reason with them because they don't see what's happening. You have to convince them to take a couple weeks off. And then, then they get much, much better very quickly. So, I wonder if it's just, is it, because it, 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 it keeps saying
2: it's weed, but it's like, in my head, it's like, bro, I want to ask that person, all right, how much are you going outside?
1: Well, just, but, but it's, it's like, weed. It's, like, again, everybody's sort of genetically different. Like, for yeah. you, it's fine. It's not doing that to you, right? Like, why, why would I argue with you smoking weed? It's fine for you, right? Yeah. But for somebody that's, their life is kind of spiraling downward, that's who I want to talk to. And that's <laughs> what I want to get them to stop. And that's a certain genetic thing. That's a certain pr- thing that that person is getting. And it's just not, it, we're not all the same. Look, this guy got manic from an antidepressant. That might help somebody else. But nobody Damn. asked the right questions. So, all right, let's try another one. Shouldn't uh, you just take
2: no pills though? Is, that, is that bad? To take, say that
1: Just take no pills to take no, isn't it bad? Aren't they all bad? Uh, you, that statement is actually true. That you have to, you should come from the position that all medications are bad and dangerous. They just have to be less dangerous and a little better than whatever it is you're trying to heat treat. Interesting. So the illness has to be worse than the medicines. Yes, but medicines are. They aren't, they don't solve anything except real illness. And if it's worth it, you take it. If it's yeah. not worth it, try everything else. Yes. Everything right? else. You yes. try everything else. Yes. Okay. Or take it for a short time, you know, get I off. Just, I needed to
2: hear this from you. Cause I'm like, man, am I going crazy? Cause in my head, that's how I've always thought.
1: Like good. it's just. That's good. Okay. I, I was really, my dad was a family practitioner. And he just, he drilled into me. Medicines are bad, bad, bad. It's only when you have to use them, you use them. I never had an antibiotic until I was like 17. And even then, he's like, all right, here we go. This, this is it. We're crossing a line here. You're going to take ampicillin. I'm like,
2: okay. See, I think your dad did it because he was smart. My dad did it because he was fucking cheap. You know what I mean? I think my dad did it because I'm looking at it. He didn't fucking know anything. He was just like, hey, we're not, no. We're not buying nothing. We're not doing nothing. What did he do for the military? Uh, Navy man. uh you know what's funny when, when I was a kid, I don't, I'm sure there's a job for it, but you know, like on the ship, right? There's all the stores. There's uh, the barbershops and oh, the Oh, yeah, there's a name that. for this.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, the, they, there's a guy who runs all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's a name for it. It's a cool name. It's yeah. like an old-fashioned name. It's yeah, like, that's what his job. He was
2: that guy who ran all the things on the yeah, ship.
1: Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, it was a big job. yeah, uh,
2: yeah I remember 9 11 happened. Oh, what is that name? I was on the oh, boat with
1: him. YOLO Try again. Oh, you're on the boat ship. So with uh
2: in Hawaii, in the middle of the ocean, of Hawaii, it was like one of those big, I forgot the name of it, where they bring you, you can bring your family out at one point. Wow. Because he was out at Lee for like three years. I hadn't seen him. And so they were like, oh, you can bring yeah. Was he on a submarine or something? No, he was on the ship. Woo! Yeah, he would do that. He would just be gone sometimes oh. for a long time. But uh, he, he, so I, go, I got to go visit him. and God bless him. It was great. And then 9-11 happened. But I, I remember as a kid, this is so fucked up, but I remember I, I thought 9-11 was the best because I got to spend like two extra weeks with my dad on the of ship. Of course, of course. It was like How the greatest ever. I was 9
1: Ye- 11. Yeah, so... I mean I understand that.
2: And for me bro, cuz I, cause I yeah. didn't know what was going on. No. I just knew that like oh, I I couldn't go back to school for like two weeks cuz there was no yeah. and I was no, stuck of course, on a ship. It's a kid's eye it view. Was the greatest, bro. Yeah. What like kind the, of ship was it? Uh big fighter ones, the big monsters. Like like a, like an aircraft
1: carrier. Yeah. Whoa. It was oh, it with was the planes taking off. It
2: must have been busy yeah, yeah, too yeah, cuz shit's oh, going dude, down. you see how they land with <laughs> the fucking yeah. rope? Yeah. catching them? <laughs> like, oh dude, greatest memories, man.
1: Oh my god, good for you. yeah, it's like it's like it's like the word like granary or something. It's some old-fashioned word about uh like keep goods keeping goods and services yeah look, look up sort of words for you got it you got something no shopkeep in navy yeah shopkeep in navy it? yeah oh god we're spending a lot of time on uh, dictionary.com here but today you're bringing me explain. back
2: sometime you'll say stuff and i'm like no, oh, i know see, I,
1: i'm interested shopkeep in navy. here we go uh, Wikipedia, uh, uh, all right you're gonna have to read that we can't see it all right i'm gonna go to i'm gonna read you another uh, email in the meantime so back to medicines. For the last few years, I've had minor hand tremors. I'm curious whether it's related to my antidepressants. I take 40 milligrams of Prozac, 150 Wellbutrin. Both cause tremors. Uh, I believe the tremor began before I added the Wellbutrin. Makes sense. I didn't realize I had hand tremors until someone pointed it out to me. Even though it has, it's a very fine tremor, you usually get it. It's not not like you know Park and Sony. It's mm-hmm. like a real, really fine one. Uh, obviously, with the caffeine with my daily coffee. Mm-hmm. Bruh, why yeah. are you doing this to yourself? It gets worse, keeps going. <laughs> uh, I'm mainly wondering if the tremor is caused by the Prozac, if it is a big deal, can this turn to something worth Would it go away if I stopped? Uh, high and tight butthole, et etc. This is a female, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <This is> a, <laughs> fed smoker fan. So
2: that's crazy to say all that about yourself. Yes, yeah, so all
1: the <laughs> it's all these it's all these greetings that they give us from your mom's house. Uh, so this is the medicine for sure. Uh, it it's it's gotta be the Welbutrin since you didn't have it from the Prozac by itself. You might not get it from the Welbutrin alone. It may be the combination of the two, but Welbutrin does cause tremor. And uh, yeah, the coffee does make it worse. And no, it doesn't tend to be persistent. You'll be okay. It tends to go away. It's not as though it's the beginning of Parkinsonism or something like that. There are medicines, though, that will do that. I was telling somebody the other day, I'm like, you know, psychiatrists use these medicines these days that worry me that have, cause movement problems. Cause, yeah. you know, even even these things can cause problems. Rarely. But when they do, it's awful. Basically, and, and I'm not trying
2: to be me, but just this is how I'm hearing it when I'm hearing this from you. Are you telling that person like, "Hey, you gave yourself
1: hand tremor"? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that's what I heard. I'm saying. Don't worry. I hope the reason for the medication outweighs the risks. So, I I worked in a psychiatric hospital for 30 years, and in the first 10 years, all I did was going around deal with. Essentially, the medical complications of psychotropic medications. I mean, I was also, I was doing two things. There was unbelievable how often a medical problem was either causing the psychiatric syndrome or concomitant, like, or precipitated another medical problem by by the psychiatric syndrome. And then the rest of the time was spent dealing with the meds and all the side effects edemas and hyponatremias and seizures all kinds of shit movement problems yeah i i'm and i the whole time i was just thinking man these guys have forgotten seems to me how i know they think their medicines are going to solve all the problems but it's not without danger here i take adderall on a regular basis you want to talk about dangerous meds people prescribe this shit all the time uh, i've noticed when i take it and touch my camera through the fancy if don't worry about the translation there the effects tend to wear off pretty quickly it's the what is he saying? It's the post-nut clarity, killing my buzz, or am I just fully... Oh, my God. Can you guys translate this? You're, you're all both smiling. Do you understand what he's saying here?
0: He, he's talking about how Adderall affects him when he masturbates. I think he says when he comes, the effects of the Adderall wear off.
1: And, and what are they... He doesn't tell us what the effects are, though. Just like that oh, kind he's, of like... Oh, he's taking it recreationally. He's not prescribed it, because I, I take it on a regular basis, he says... And so, he doesn't, he, so it, he doesn't get the stimulant effects after he jacks off, yeah. right? Any notes? <laughs> I'm confused. So it is confusing. Yeah, that one's like, yeah I'm confused yeah. at what he's saying. So I think, he, I, think he, I, I, really I think he's just bragging about the fact that he jacks off a lot and takes Adderall. <laughs> That's really all it is. So Anybody else have any other thoughts about this guy? <laughs> but but I, I will tell you that Adderall is grotesquely overdone. By my profession. If you're taking a psychostimulant after the age of 18, be very careful. Yeah. Uh, under 18, it actually properly prescribed does work and does seem to help people. Properly prescribed, carefully prescribed, formal testing to make sure you really need it. Yeah. Um, and then recreationally, it actually does enhance concentration and people do perform ac- uh, academically uh, a little better on the medicine. And it's fucking cheating. It's cheating. To take that shit it's cheating yeah you're locked in why did you take steroids when you do when you're playing football maybe you could have been like that guy you saw Yes, eh? it's cheating wow i you, never looked at it like that you're 100 right that is cheating it, it is cheating now it's one thing if you're a bodybuilder because the whole thing is predicated on using steroids <laughs> you don't get <laughs> yeah. that way by any other means but so you're right, if we're going to have that thing they're going to be on steroids but if you're an uh, an athlete now the, the one i will tell you the one let me, i i leave a little wrinkle room in here Guys that are quarterbacks particularly and are over the age of like 35 and still in the NFL, you pretty much have to do something to push back the agent. You think so? I think so. I Pretty much you have to. And uh, if those guys want to do that for a couple of years, prolongs your career a couple of years or something, mm-hmm. I mean, all right, I guess, you know. Yeah, because the amount of
2: hits, the amount of hits that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers have taken, it is mind boggling. Because I mean, but then again, Peyton Manning, their bodies all start failing at some point. Correct.
1: Brett, Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Oof. But I mean, I guess it would make more sense that they could last longer, right? But like, but the, 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 somebody has to sit them down and go, yeah, all those head wax you took when you were 27, mm-hmm. it's not the same when you're 35. They're much more serious. Oof. They're much more serious. Your, your brain doesn't recover the same way. It's it's a whole it's a thing. Uh, back to being a bummer. Here we are, bumming everyone no, I like, I, like, I, like, I like this. <laughs> this all right, you, have I excited, you have any questions? You me right you, back you, know, you have any CTE questions? Anything? Uh, any
2: CTE questions? Uh, I mean, I know it's, Real, but th- then again, it's like to me, it's, it, I, I've seen so many football players who are fu- so many. My whole life, I've been around football players, yeah. And all of so many, all of them, the majority of them are fine. Yeah, and you meet a couple with head, tr- so it's like, man, is it so football so, or is it that person? Was that person gonna have head stuff? It's both.
1: So, they are showing now that there are certain genes that predispose to Alzheimer's. Doesn't mean you're gonna get Alzheimer's, but it has that kind of quality. Can if you get Alzheimer's, you have this gene, let's put it that way. Yeah. and those guys get the CTE for sure. So it's probably some like everything with human beings. It's probably the magnitude of the hits, the frequency of the hits, the seriousness of the hits, and then genes, yes or no. It's probably it's probably the combo. Like everything, pretty much everything in the human being. It's about sixty percent genetics and forty percent environment. That's just the way it is. Sixty percent, I like that. sixty yeah. percent. It's a little though. bit more than fifty on the genetics. I, I that's something I've noticed.
2: But the environment, forty I percent, mean, that can change everything.
1: Well, and that environment can be super harsh, right? If the environment is a is a big. You know, as a like the gene can be very powerful genetics or very weak genetics. Same thing with the environment, it can be very powerful input. Like, if you know, in my world, in addiction, if you had, you know, childhood sexual abuse, physical abuse, neglect, and the gene for addiction, you get an addiction, you're getting bad. You're gonna come see me. That's that's the environment and the genes. Yeah, that's the combo. All right, let's see what you got here. What do you got for a voice message?
3: Hi, Dr. Drew. I'm 23 years old, and I have a skin disease called HS, uh, not going to try to pronounce the name because I'll butcher it, but basically I get like cystic acne mm. around my uh, groin and whatnot, you know, oh. which is very uncomfortable. It yeah. started when I was around 16 and it's always been super persistent, no matter what I've tried. I've booked it up. There's no cures or anything yeah. or certain treatments, but I, know. I do not have health insurance. <clears throat> so I have not been able to use any. Okay. But I have noticed around eight months ago I got into a steady relationship and since I've had consistent sex it hasn't really flared up so much around my genitals. I still get it around like my ears and somewhat the back of my neck, but nothing around the genitals anymore. And I'm just wondering if Maybe the constant sex has something to do with it. Okay, I don't know. Okay, just kind of curious. Thank you. Yeah, yeah you me a,
1: know what you yeah, think. Maybe. Thank you. Be coming up in May. Uh, look up hidradenitis superativa H.S. hidradenitis superativa It's pretty nasty, uh, and we have to see some I- images of it. superativa There it is.
2: I'm oh, so glad he got a girl.
1: Uh, <laughs> there it is. See, yeah, oh. see that, the armpits. The armpits are the classic place for it. It's these cystic boils, essentially. Look how nasty, man. It's awful. It's a terrible illness. It's very hard to treat. It is hormonally related, so maybe something about the sex is adjusting his testosterone levels or something. It is inflammatory, so steroids and things like that tend to help it. There are treatments, but he's right. He would have to have a dermatologist who has a lot of experience. That one right in the middle with the armpit right there, that's sort of really typical. That's kind of what they usually look like. Damn. Yeah. And uh, so good times. Uh, you should have gone to medical school, dude. You would have been. It seems
2: like you love all this stuff. <laughs> well, I, I want. Why do you think the sex helped? Do you think it just made? His, I think his, it his body probably. Felt
1: good? I think it had probably changed his free testosterone, and that can affect uh, what's going on here. And uh, I, I don't. The fact that it's vanished from his groin, I think, is just sort of coincidence. It just, it's just the whole thing kind of calmed down a little bit. And by the way, it's not always testosterone. Estrogen can make it worse. I, I saw somebody with this that. Well, I was convinced it was a male-to-female misgendered individual, and I didn't—I didn't want to get into all that with this individual. But she had a story of there happening something in a birth, and there being an accident, and then she having to take estrogen the rest of her yeah. life. And she had this thing, and I was thinking. Mm just Dang. Seems like the wrong hormone, maybe. And you know, it's maybe you that's think, not who should, you know.
2: I, and I, I mean, this is just my brain. I'm like, is this anything deodorant related as well? No,
1: no, it's okay. just it's inflammatory and uh, it, it's it's tough, it is a tough thing. All right, give me a, a young lady with a voice message. The, the boys are all on clay, Quaaludes today, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're freaking Derek <laughs> out, but.
2: Cause man, they all sound so sad, bro. Nobody's like, "Hey, Doctor Drew, man." First off, love you, buddy. Like nobody's, everybody's like,
1: "Doctor Drew." I know today's uh, that day. Yeah, I blame you. So, <laughs> it's it's a little bit that way today. It's not always like that. All right, you got one.
0: Hi, mommies. This is Cassie. See? And you guys always talk about male anatomy on the show, and I think it's time to spend some more time on the female anatomy. We agree. So I have a question: Is the uterus inside or outside of the body? Like. Ah. I know yes. everything we I'll eat is part of you. the body. Yeah, yeah. But it is like the inside of my uterus. Yes. Inside of the outside, because when I have my period, it seems like it would be outside, mm-hmm. but it really feels like it's inside. <sighs> so please, Dr. Mommy, teach me. Bet you're coming up in May. Bye.
1: Thank you, Cassie, for giving us Thank a little you, breather. either. God bless you, <laughs> Kathy. Great question. Uh, first of all. Case in point of how men are so preoccupied with their genitalia. She's absolutely right. Men ask about their dicks all the time. They're all worried about, is it normal? Is it this? Is it working right? Constantly, constantly men worry about it. Gentlemen, back me up on this. Yes? Yeah, Yes. Okay. Uh, And so she's right. We need to talk about this. The other thing we talk about, I kind of emphasize here that the difference between inside the body and outside the body. Yes, please explain. Yeah. So like your mouth, to your anus is a tube. That tube, the interior of that tube is entirely outside your body. It runs through your body, but the inside of the tube is outside your body. If you get a if you get a hole in the wall of that tube and get inside the body, you have sepsis. <laughs> you're, you're going into shock, right? So all the bacteria that live in your gut and everything else, that's all on the external, much much like your skin is a surface, yeah. the tube that goes from your mouth to your anus is a tube. And it's lined by Specialized cells that absorb things, but it's technically outside the body. Okay, that's fucking awesome. Okay, man. good. And so, what Cassie's zeroing in on is the vagina is also outside the body, right? Because it's it communicates directly with the outside body. Yeah. It's a lining. It's just a sac that's outside the body. Now, at the end of the vagina, I guess we're gonna have to look at this. You just look at uh, you know uterus, female gen- female internal genitalia. Uh, at the end of the vagina is the cervix. Okay. It's at the. You're picturing. <laughs> I'm trying to pick. Yeah, I'm picturing like the back, right? The back. The, so, so give me that. M- the middle one. The the third one over there. One. Uh, can you enlarge that more for me? Okay. So you see. There we go. So you see how the vagina. It's labeled as vagina, right? Yes. And the thing at the top there that the, it becomes white. That's the cervix. Okay. Okay. And then that's the bottom part of the uterus, right? Above the cervix is the uterus. Correct. See all that? Uh huh. Okay. That's all inside the body. It communicates with the outside body, but that is a st- essentially sterile space. That's kind of inside the body. It's it's not as inside the body as um, like the your abdominal cavity is inside the body because you can take instruments up there. And you can kind of, if they're okay, and you know, you can you can you can introduce things into the uterus and not cause sepsis. So it's it's sort of specialized. It's not completely inside the body, but it's essentially inside the body. I think of it as inside the body. Now show me a picture of a cervix, so so Derek can see exactly what it looks like when you look down to the end of a vagina. Uh, look, look at cervix picture. Look at a picture of one down the barrel. Yeah, down the barrel of the vagina. There you go. Not during pregnancy, just regular. There, uh, keep going. All right, there it is on the right. Uh, far, see that little round thing at the end of the vagina? Yeah. That's the, that's the uterus poking down into the, into the vagina. Whoa. And that is uh, a cervix, and that is outside the body, in the vagina, and it's closed, right? You see that little dot in the middle? Is that's that where the, the semen mouth. goes?
2: Hmm? Is that where the semen goes?
1: It, it makes its way through that little hole. The one lucky one? Well, a lot of lucky ones have to get up there because they okay. have to get all the way to the tubes in order to impregnate. Oh, there's on the bottom. That's an actual picture of a cervix there, that pink oh. thing. Yeah, that's a cervix. And you see, that, and see it kind of communicates with the outside world a little bit because those, the sperm have to get through there, right? And babies have to come out of there. And uh, so, but it's, it's a kind of a sterile environment. You don't want to introduce much into that, but it's kind of, it's, I'm glad Cassie brought it up. It's kind of a specialized environment. And by the time you get all the way up into the tubes, which is where the sperm meet the egg, right up in the tube area uh, near the ovaries, that's, that's a sterile environment there, really. Okay, we all good. Everyone understands. You got questions, there? I have a question actually. Yes. You because
2: you're talking about the vagina.
1: hmm And
2: yes, nobody asks questions about Please I, ask questions about vagina. I've been with my girlfriend for seven years. We've mm-hmm. been together seven years. Congratulations. And thank you. And she doesn't let the whole time we have sex all the time. Like everything's great, but she doesn't let me eat her out. Why?
1: She said it's ticklish. Too intense. So she is someone. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna let predict, me try like twice. Let, let me predict I'm gonna okay. predict that she is someone that orgasms easily with intercourse. Yeah. Correct. And women that orgasm easily with intercourse and repeatedly feel like direct stimulation is too intense. So, and, and by the way, those women that have orgasm with intercourse, when they talk to their friends that can't have orgasm with intercourse are confused. They're like, well, you just haven't figured it out yet. No, it's a, there, there's a spectrum of biology. Women are all over the place. So about 5% are like your girlfriend. They can have orgasm easily. They can have multiple orgasm. They don't like direct stimulation. Probably fifty percent of women need direct stimulation to have an orgasm, and only rarely have an orgasm with intercourse. So you found a you found a uh, what do you call it four leaf clover? You know, she,
2: you know what she told me, and I because she doesn't let me eat her out, but she does say like the reason she, she said she'll come a lot with me yeah. is because this little bit of belly right here is always rubbing up against her clitoris. Mm, good. So, and she's like that amount is
1: perfect, that, right? That kind of they just that little bit of pressure uh-huh. Yeah, and but they but those women like your girlfriend have a lot of stuff going on in the vagina. There's a lot more they What's they going get, on? in terms of the stimulation they get and the ability they get more contractile force of the wall of the vagina and they yeah can, yeah and they that's can definitely happening. Yeah, you can feel it when it comes down yeah. on you. Yeah, and that's them orgasming and they just keep having them. Uh, and that's that type. That's that type of woman. Now she um, let's see what else can I say about them. Uh, they're just they're just unique and it's their makeup and it's no- normal even though it's not as common as the other end
2: but and, you know what that's good because I've always felt bad like man what am no, I doing wrong no, she doesn't that, like
1: it yes she will not, never like it. And it it's uncomfortable to her so. so the
2: rest of my life I'm never eating pussy
1: that's you won't, you won't need to if you really want to you know on a special occasion you know what's funny I, I, want, I only want to
2: now but so bad because <laughs> it does, like, now I'm like I can't believe that I'm never going to do
1: this again really well I mean you, they're probably you know Again, they're super sensitive, women like that. And, and so there are times maybe when they're less sensitive than others and maybe they'll go for, you know, like she, like she said, it's occasional. Oh, like maybe when she has a baby,
2: maybe her whole vagina It be can different.
1: change. It can change after a baby delivery too. I'm nervous yes, about that. Can. But yeah, you're right. It usually goes the, yeah, you can do that, yeah.
2: Because I'm assuming it would lose that sensitivity maybe? Or I don't know. I'm guessing. I don't it, know.
1: You can, yeah, but not necessarily. Okay. So it's uh, good. Good. Good for you. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Let's uh, do another voicemail and then we'll do some videos.
0: Hi, Dr. Drew. I am calling in because my husband has moderate to severe ulcerative colitis. Mm. He does take medication for it, and it never really fully goes away. Uh He does still have flares, but it never quite gets Nothing sexier
1: than bloody diarrhea. (laughs) That's that means?
0: um, Or have surgery either, so he's just kind of constantly in this limbo. Mm. Now, I heard you on another podcast talking to Kalila that if she did what I think you called EMDR therapy, Mm. that it would probably help her colitis. Mm. So I mentioned this to my husband who said, if you can get Dr. Drew to answer this question about me specifically... I will do EMDR therapy. Okay. This man was raised in a cult, has experienced abuse from multiple people throughout his life as a child. Goodness. And has literally never gone to therapy in his mid-20s. And then his body's whacking out. Interesting. So, Dr. Drew, (laughs) would EMDR therapy help his ulcerative colitis I, I, also i think i'm the only female that actually says the full word butthole so butthole 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 they don't Thanks. say the t bye
1: butthole that's the only way women can say butthole is without the t <laughs> even she thought she was saying the t and she didn't she use didn't, the uh, yeah, no, t it? butthole, butthole, butthole. Butthole. it's so funny what is it about the female brain that they can't say that butthole but. yeah so this is a fantastic question. I blame Derek that we're getting into all this stuff because these are <laughs> these are really amazing questions. So I was talking to Kalila. What's the Tuesday Dirty? T- what's their name of their pod? Trash Tuesday? Trash, Trash Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, I was on Trash Tuesday with Kalila and, and and all those guys, and uh, she was talking about her irritable bowel syndrome different kind of colitis it was a non-specific colitis ulcerative colitis is an inflammatory bowel disease it's an immune-mediated serious condition can be associated with needing the whole colon to be taken out is associated with cancer it's a very 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 serious condition Highly treatable these days. I don't understand why he's not on Humira or one of these modulators that will that abrupt that takes care of it. Remicade. There's a lot of stuff. Now, to be fair, in my experience, those medicines work better in Crohn's disease, which is a little different. Uh, ulcerative colitis is limited to the colon. Very similar condition. Crohn's goes throughout the GI tract. Um, so I don't have enough experience to tell you, you know, that it's necessarily going to work. But it seems to me, in my world, inflammatory bowel disease, that you can expect remission these days. So why he's not in remission, why he's not getting properly treated is question number one. Ooh. Number one. Number two, EMDR... Probably not going to help this very much. What Couldn't hurt. For? What does that stand for? Uh, eye movement desensitization theory, reprogramming theory uh, to treatment, which is essentially like a – it's kind of a hypnotic thing where you watch a little light and it gets you into the part of the brain that doesn't give you access when you've been traumatized. And he's clearly been traumatized, and he yeah. would benefit from the EMDR, right? Don't get me wrong. He sounds like somebody who would benefit from EMDR for sure, and maybe that would help his colitis. Maybe. But it's not the kind of surefire thing that I was speaking about with Kalila when I said, yeah, your irritable bowel, you know, your body is storing this, you know, what's called functional. So yeah, irritable bowel syndrome is essentially a functional bowel disease. What he has is an inflammatory bowel disease, and it's different. And it doesn't tend to get well as, as much with psychological kinds of treatment. But for God's sakes, with what he's been through, he would yeah. benefit from EMDR. <laughs> so there you go. All right. Anything else? Any other questions? Did I explain that adequately? That was great. Make, uh, making I'm, sense? I'm, that was a good girlfriend. A really good girlfriend. She was a good girlfriend. And by the way, putting up with bloody diarrhea, right? She's
2: putting up with it and she wants you yeah. to get help.
1: Like lots of going on, man. Yeah. And, uh, and, and got a great attitude. Despite <laughs> so of the bloody diarrhea. Positive about <laughs> and, it. <laughs> and the perfect pronunciation of butthole. So. She said he was grew up in a cult. That's crazy. Yeah, more people have that kind of history than you would imagine. I met yeah, I met a guy at the comedy store when I was
2: a door guy there. A friend of ours named Abby. He said he grew up in a cult in like California. I was like, I I couldn't believe I didn't even understand. Just from Memphis, I'm like that doesn't make. It's crazy just because where I'm from It's like in my. I just can't fathom it. A you know?
1: lot of them were kind of religious cults. There was a lot of that shit going on in the 70s, 80s, even 90s. Yeah. And they weren't cults, in the, weren't outer space cults like some of the things you think about. It's not Jim Jones, but, mm-hmm. it, but there were these cultish leaders that set up these religious sects and they'd find followers and they'd set up a school for the kids yeah. and off they'd go. And uh, he, another friend of mine lived like that, and uh, of course the moms are always super, super crazy. Yeah, There's a lot going on with the moms, and this was going to solve their problems. Of course, doesn't. Good times. How's Abby's family history? <laughs> Is that <laughs> his name, know. Abby? Is it he, he or she? He's yeah. He. yeah,
2: he's really attractive. I feel like I, every person I've met in those cults are usually pretty attractive. <laughs> like I've met a couple people out of them now, and they're all three at least have been very beautiful. Must be white something people. there. Must be. Something. They are typically white people. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why I said the Memphis thing because in my head, going yeah. over, it's like there's just who would do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that black. I'm sure black people. I mean, black people go to church, so they fall for stuff. But you know, yeah, what but I mean? it's
1: different because you have all that. Yeah. There's a more of a community capture. You know, you feel yeah. connected to something, and church is part of that. But this is this is people that feel disconnected and not connected to anything, and sort of want something and don't find it. Wow. So, yeah. All right, let's look at uh, some... I, I'm interested in a lot of these videos. Are these videos all for today? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right, so let's see the Indian airport fight. You, yeah. these you
3: are has Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <bro.
0: laughs> <He's kind laughs> go.
2: You are the drunk. bro. Don't he's Turn it up a
1: little
2: bit. Fight, it's, 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 it froze. It stopped. Is that it? <laughs> Man, you know it's crazy? Just from working at the comic store, I used to seat people. And so you saw everyone come up. And those group of guys right there, yeah. you know they suck. <laughs> you know they suck. You know they're not going well, to tip. Dif- you know they're, they're- going to talk during the show. You're going to have to kick them out. Everything about these guys, I've met these guys a million times. What is that? I don't know. But you I, you, you tell just from their atti- attitude, attitude, energy, uh, I guess maybe growing up poor and now having money. Oh, could be. A yeah. little bit of that.
3: You are the, the junk. Hey, shut your mouth.
0: Shut Don't shout. I'll fuck, fuck you right here motherfucker. You, oh. you don't know me. Fuck. What motherfucker trying to be smart ass? I'll fuck you right here. You're $50. Your motherfucker you are. not! You are not right. back your shit. You're fucking
3: Pakistan. Fuck you. Fuck you.
1: What was that? And you, you're calling that Indian? That could be a lot of different things. Man, yeah, I, I don't know what that was. And Man, there's a lot of Iran problems these days. I wonder if the, these are Iranian guys or how do you know? Where, where did that come from? Why? You know what's crazy? It's also the crazy in my head. Why are you talking in English? Cuss them out in
2: the. Yeah, I fucked you. Yes.
1: Well, let's see. Cause it, let's see it one more time, guys. Let's uh, take a look at this because it, it was kind of hard to make sense of. Yeah. Man, i fucking... Here we go. You are the
3: jerk. So,
1: is that guy the jerk? And is that guy the. Oh, don't shout. I
2: fuck you right here, motherfucker! You don't know me! Motherfucker, try to be smart ass! I fuck you right here! Motherfucker!
3: i will make the to pay you You're a motherfucker! You are I not fucking practice this at I kinda like it. I kinda like me too. It, it, it.
1: It doesn't divulge, it doesn't go to physical violence. No. They, 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 they like. They could really get angry and not swing at each other. It's hard to do that.
2: Also, everything he said was like, well, don't shout. The the, the (laughs) things he was saying were interesting. (laughs)
1: Don't shout. You don't know me. And and it's something about respect. Yeah, respect. Respect yourself. Not respect me. Respect yourself. Uh, It was interesting. Also, I just don't understand
2: why. Like, I don't speak Spanish. so I'm not going to argue with you in Spanish.
1: Yeah yeah
2: like, I, 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 I only like i'm not gonna the couple words i know
1: right if we came from a different country and somebody from that country didn't like me or l- let's say we were in france and you and know, i noticed you speak english yeah and you start yelling at me i'm gonna speak english <laughs> back to you yeah, but for exactly. sure i'm not gonna so talk broken french you're right. <laughs> just right. for everybody else uh <laughs> yeah. so all right let's see another video what else you got there for us and by the way this thing is blinking on and off like crazy yeah, that video would have like, been. Like there's a loose connection somewhere.
3: Yeah, here, let, let's stop down for okay. a sec so we can try to fix that.
1: Okay. It literally seems like the the wire to the TV is fucked up. I thought there was more to the video, honestly. Well, these are little TikToks, so, mm-hmm. you know, we get to make fun of them, make sense of them, such as they're presented. That's the part of the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shout.
3: Huh.
1: Just, it just keeps blinking on over oh, there see yeah, it's off now it just goes back on like that that's what it looks like we get let's we can we can make our way through the show guys we have five more minutes let's let's okay if you want to keep going we'll keep we'll okay. probably stay away from the videos so we'll we're, we'll we're do one up. more video and then that's it okay so uh all right so let me see the list. Alright, uh, let's see Oh, hairy armpit girl We've been in the armpit for a while here So I think this you know, might be a good one for us to look at cool Hairy f- armpit girl
2: I'm not mad when I see the hairy armpit I know what kind of girl that is
3: mm. All I'm exactly. looking for is a man Who's willing to explore the wilderness
1: What does that mean? You know what it means Like, like eat, eat get oral sex? Or is no, it just, put uh, his face into the armpit?
2: No, uh, just fuck her and, not, and, and like not care
1: Explore the wilderness means that? That's
2: all that all she's saying is I want someone to like fuck me and not like not they they like it. Like they just like that I have armpits.
1: I in. see. Explore the wildness that's made that, is, that is
2: me. I am this wild that's why I say I know what kind of girl this is. Of course she has a moon tattoo. Like you're not because there's certain girls who are not gonna have the hairy armpits. Because right. it's very sexual. It's all sex it's also everyone's like, Oh no, I'm just free. It's like, no, it's a sex thing. Why? Why? Tell me more. Oh, I'm learning. You're saying I'm free. You're saying like look at me, I'm this free spirit. Imagine me sexually i'm up for everything imagine how free i can be oh my god i'm not like these other girls who are restrained to shaved armpits i see i'm not playing a game here no look, at me. look you, this girl is a sex wild sex girl she, she's a party but i don't think you'd want to date her
1: so so is there more for her Della? is that is all we, all we got yeah just play it one more time so let's just <laughs> let's get the full let's get the full flavor
3: all i'm looking for is a man who's willing to explore the wilderness
1: and she's playing with her hair. Playing so with her that, hair. Yeah. Titties are out. Yeah. You know
2: what I'm saying? She knows yeah. what she's doing. It has nothing to do with her arm. I mean, her armpit hair is just like, oh, I'm, I'm but it's, it's about her titties being out. It's about yeah. letting you know that she's got the tattoos, the kind of face, the yeah. nose ring, the playing with her hair. And what do you see on the face? Oh, the face says, I'm a freak. Like, look at me. Like, I'm so freaky. I'm up for anything. I'm up for anything. That's what she's trying to say. Wow. Really, like, I didn't even have to see the video. Just from, if you heard her voice, you'd be like, oh, I know what this girl wants. <laughs> We heard Kathy and them calling earlier. They weren't sounding
1: like this. Th- thank God you're in a relationship. <laughs> who knows what trouble you get into? <laughs> <laughs>
2: what, what do you mean? That's exactly. That's exactly like it's crazy with somebody like. I'm sure if she was here, she would be like, "Yeah, that's exactly who you are."
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I believe you. I'd say it makes <laughs> sense to me. I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand not wanting to be more appealing though. I don't understand if, if most guys don't like that, right? Don't mm-hmm. like the hair armpit. So. Why do you want to make yourself less appealing?
2: Most guys don't like you. So the fact that most guys don't like you, you're like, well, I'm I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go go. with that. Because you saw the kind of girl she was. And not to say, I mean, of course, a lot of guys find her attractive. But as far as what she thinks is a top male, whatever that might be in her eyes, it's like, all right, I'm not, those kind of guys maybe aren't into me. But if, but you know what those guys might be into is this, which is true. Because now I'm, I'm, I've separated myself from the pack of women. Uh, I see. I'm this kind of girl. I'm a Uh, different kind of girl. You know what I mean? At least that's what I
1: see when I see her is a girl trying to like are you trying to separate yourself? Well the good news for me in both of videos we just watched, I didn't feel sad for these people. Usually I watch these videos, I'm like, Oh my god, I feel so bad for these people. They're so impaired. But I don't feel bad for anybody. No, I'm still they... wanting to fuck her. Yeah. You want to fuck her. And, and hang out. And they... She seems like
2: a she doesn't seem like a fun hang, she seems like a good hang a, yeah. a good hang.
1: Yep. The so called Indian guys, we're impressed with their ability to just... okay, non tipping <laughs> motherfuckers, bro. Those guys have never tipped <laughs> in their life and they never will. So who are those guys? What what do you what, I mean, what do you see when you look out in the audience? Oh, the, those guys are they're mean, always a group of guys? <laughs> there are there's always particularly because those guys are like uh
2: in 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 la they all lived in pasadena Mm, and I'm they old. were like Armenian. That's oh
1: Armenian's different than that though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're Armenian all my friends are Armenians. But so. that that energy. That's just passing the Glendale. They live Glendale. <laughs> that's where they live. So, where they live. What but were you doing yeah, there?
2: Do. Uh, I would go there to do uh, Ice House comedy. Club. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. But you just man. you
1: just go through, you just pull roll through.
2: You'd roll through. And then yeah. also just man, at the comedy show, you just it, it was the best thing about working there was you saw all these people, like, because it was just all tourists. And so you In and, but you saw no, at the comic store in L.A. Oh, oh damn. So when I would so, yeah. work there, and yeah. then you, I'd see everybody. So you, And then you start seeing everybody over and over again. Yeah. And that was the best part about working there. It was like, oh, wow, you're seeing these same groups of people over. And, and I said, so I was like, oh, those guys?
1: Yeah. I've seen those guys. No, so the the Ice House has its it that's the San Gabriel Valley. It's a it draws from this part of Los Angeles and it's all it's all locals. It's all yeah, yeah, it's yeah. usually locals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas
2: the downtown it's all or at the West Hollywood, it was all tourists. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know? And and the Ice House has people that really like comedy too. They're like committed.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. Those were like uh comedy nerds, yeah, I
1: would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Especially the people who go to the ice house. You're,
2: you're, you know you're what? Because you're a comedy, you love comedy.
1: Wh- when I when I mentioned that Norm Macdonald bit about Bill Cosby. That was at the ice house where I saw him do that. Weird. So we've come full circle. Come full circle today. We'll leave it at that. Derek, where do you want people to go? Oh,
2: you can find me at Spoil the Beans, uh, at Spoil the Beans dot like Spoil the Beans on YouTube, Spoil the Beans on Instagram,
1: and then Derek Poston on all social media yeah, platforms. D E R I C P O S T O N. I said Instagram. It's also Twitter and Facebook. Twitter, Facebook, takes all the same. Just my name, Derek Poston. It'll come Dude, I'm right really fun spending some time with you. Thank you so much for joining. Thank us. you for having me. This it. was awesome. Hopefully. You terrified
2: me and enlightened. Yeah,
1: but you were on. You were you were You were paying attention. I like uh, that. You were you were yeah. into it. So. Oh, I was very into it. Yeah, and we taught you something. Something, and I'm going to come see your comedy. I can't wait. Please, I right. love that man. For that shit, we'll see you next time. Please understand I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se I'm educating I am a licensed physician with special boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine